welcome to Go Ones Podcast. I'm Scotty. I'm joined by Mitch Hello. and Spencer. Howdy. Today we got the week six review for you while we're watching the Chiefs-Bills game right now. A little bit short. Uh, we're waiting to see if there's a first down or not. Looks looks short. Going for a fourth down. But there's a flag. Little, and there's a flag. Ah, it's a false start. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to talk about the injuries this week. They came into week six. We also got our booms or busts. Our matchups of the week and our trap matchups, along with some waiver pickups. So we're gonna start off the show with Reem Mostert, possibly going to the IR. Uh, yeah, going to the IR. Just came back. Just came back and uh, was doing pretty good, and uh, just back to the IR. The stinks for uh, Mostert is actually going uh, deeper in the year. Uh, he was gonna be a big, uh, big save for certain teams here, and. Um, and uh, now I got to deal with Mostert and with uh, Melvin Gordon with the DUI. So and Mark uh, Ingram. Yeah, but I was already dealing with that from the beginning of the year. So Mark Ingram also injured. Uh, they got to buy this week. Could possibly play week eight. Uh, if not, if he doesn't play week eight, um, I don't nothing really changes with his points. So moving on to Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz with another ankle injury, out three to four weeks. Uh, now I do not know. Who they're gonna throw to? It's gonna be Fulgham all day, every day now. Three straight touchdowns for him. You could drop Zach Ertz. Yeah, I don't. He's just he's already been on a he's been on a low. Uh, he's not worth holding on to. No. Yeah, he's been terrible all his year so far. He has had no uh, no upside to him whatsoever right now. Either. And then when he comes back, he's gonna be hobbled. So I don't know. Not sure what happened this year. Did teams just finally figure him out, or he's just getting a little old? I don't know. So yeah, I don't know what it is really, but that's a bad guy. Yeah, you can just drop him unless you have multiple IR spots where you can just keep him on for right now. But that's just kind of just having him there just to have him. So um, next we got Miles Sanders. <laughs> Knee since the short the short week, he's out at least this week. Hopefully, he'll be back after that point. But this could be a big. You know, he's been been saving a lot of teams. He's been relying on that seventy five yard run. But it's it's came last two weeks to save uh, all fantasy owners there. Yeah, man, I was I was getting excited for him too. He's a two really bad matchup. He was coming through in both of them because even though they were kind of big plays, but and then he went down on the big play, so he didn't get to do anything after that. He didn't finish the drive, so he fumbled into the end zone. Yeah, just a little little frustrating because uh, I feel like he was just getting rolling and uh, it was gonna be good for him. But now he's gonna miss at least a week. Hopefully, it's not too and uh, hopefully he'll be back before the bye week and uh, he'll get a good game. You know when he comes back, though, he's going to be back to the focal point of the team. He's going to be back to destroying. So, By default. So, like, no you, have to handle, you have to handle this week, and you're going to have to handle another bye week with him, like, later in the season. But I don't think as long as he gets back before the bye week, as long as there's only one week, it's not that serious an injury. It's more of a precaution this week. They are playing against the Giants, so it should be okay. So you do feel like you like Miles Sanders this week. <laughs> you just got to spend up for Boston Scott now. That's sad. So, uh. <laughs> Next on the list, we have Johnny Smith with an ankle sprain. He said he might miss a week, might not. Don't know. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, definitely, if he doesn't, uh, if he definitely doesn't play, you got to look for Anthony uh, Frisker. 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 For because Tannehill loves to throw to tight ends right now, especially in the goal line. Tannehill loves throwing touchdowns. Yeah, he just loves being really good at quarterback. Like <laughs> that's all it is. He's like, oh, I can 
That's the Adam Gase effect right there. <laughs> so he's out. Look for Anthony Fersker. And uh, if not, look back, jump right back into Johnny Smith again. And uh, last on the list, we have McCaffrey. Just updated news on him. He said he might be back before week nine, which is good. And uh, stinks if you weren't uh, the one that uh, grabbed uh, Mike Davis. But uh, – if not, if you have Mike Davis right now, just uh, hold on to it while you can and enjoy the good yeah, times. If you're the Davis and McCaffrey owner, this changes nothing. You're just like, all right, I played Davis until McCaffrey's back. That would have been the smart move to do. I'm like so mad I didn't like because like at this point, Mike Davis is worth like any amount of fat you throw at him. So it's like twenty eight. No, but like he could have been way more. Like he's, no, I'm he's just saying when like, I got him, yeah, right, but he yeah, you could put like seventy five bucks on him for the, the, this yeah, part of the season. He's long, winning you weeks. And it's like, yeah, like if he'd have known it had been this long, it's like, ah. Totally was a lot more aggressive on him. Because <laughs> it just feels bad watching Mike Davis just rack up points. Yeah, but uh, so we, he's wait, co- did we talk about this Parker or no? Uh, well, we said Parker. He said it is no, a groin injury, was, but you said okay. that this was nothing really. So Parker has a groin injury. Watch out for that. But I don't think it's going to be anything. Uh, we don't think it's going to be anything too serious. It should just be a uh, just kind of like, oh, I hurt myself, and he's coming back in next week. But uh, keep an eye out for that. So, moving on to the booms of the week. Again, I still think we need to get a sound effect here. Um, if any of our wow. listeners think they can get this big boom of the week sound effect, send it to us. So, first on our list. Watch me explode. No, not, not that one. I'm still talking about that. Nope. <laughs> ACDC. First on my list. Pretty obvious, uh, pretty obvious choice. A man against the Atlanta Falcons, Justin Jefferson. Nine catches on 11 targets, 166 yards, and two touchdowns. He's unstoppable right now. He's better than I ever expected he could be right now. I was a little worried about Kirk Cousins, how he looked at the beginning of the season. Kirk Cousins figured out enough to throw to him, and uh, it is looking very good for him for the rest of the year. He's becoming in a spot where he's wide receiver. He's wide receiver one right now, but he's like clear wide receiver two the rest of the season no matter what. Sure, there's gonna be. I'm still sure there's gonna be some games he's gonna fall off, but these booms games are winning you weeks right now. It's the it's the garbage time Vikings team is what is, because like Jefferson, he had a good day before they were down like twenty something to the Falcons, but then once they got down so much, it was like, hey, let me just throw to Justin Jefferson because he's really good. They go back to the prevent defense, like all right, let's just guard Thielen a little bit. And we'll just let this guy catch the ball, who's just yeah. extremely Dylan athletic. He's the king of salvaging his garbage fantasy day with the touchdown. I do not understand how every week he sucked for most of the day, but he's like, all right, I caught that. It's absurd. All right, uh, the king of the week, Derrick Henry. Oh, my God. 22 rushes, 212 yards, two catches, 52 yards, and I think two touchdowns. Yep, two touchdowns. Just just a- absolutely destroying the Texans' hopes and dreams. It was fantastic to watch. We were watching Red Zone. I got an update. I was like, ah! and I stopped, and I waited for the screen to change to the Titans because I knew what was coming, and it was amazing. We all knew what was coming. As soon as that screen popped up, it was like, son of a God, Henry <laughs> scored a touchdown. Like, he wasn't even running it. You just already knew that he just He's, he is team. so much bigger than all the DBs and just can outrun him. It I'm is never amazing. Prepared for how large he is, usually. Like, he's, a, he's, he's never prepared for the actual size of him. Yeah, I'm never prepared how fast he is. 
They, he looks like he gets caught every time he's running, and then he's like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm faster than you. By one step, he's faster. Yep. It's not much. It's just like one step on every single guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand it. You can't be that big and that fast on a team. It's just unstoppable. And he's doing this this early in the season, which makes me scared for what he's going to do in the playoffs <laughs> yeah. where that's when he's actually got him for. Like he's about to get break the running record this year. He's going to have a 300-yard rushing game. That like, would be awesome. It's going to be nuts. I mean, back-to-back weeks, he didn't do great last week, but he scored twice. This week, he had all the yardage and scored twice. So, just an awesome week. And I don't know what his next schedule I think next – oh, he has the Steelers next week. So That'll be a tough matchup. That's going to be tough. He's only going to get 90 yards. Yeah. So, so if, if the Steelers can't stop him, the rest of the league's in trouble. Yes. That's so. going to be unfortunate for me. <laughs> So my first first move of the week is DeAndre Swift. Don't really expect the Lions running back to do good ever, honestly. And uh, this is really weird that he is. He went 20, 14 for 116 and 2. You think he'd have a little more receptions, but he didn't. They just kind of got in good field position. He scored. And he had that big run in the middle of the game. Like, this is after a bye week. This could be a Swift breakout now. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to expect from him, but that was awesome to see. Uh, cool. We have not seen that in a while. I mean, all the – all the Detroit running backs did good. I mean, even uh, Peterson had a decent game. Yeah, right? Adrian Peterson was still running back uh, ten as as his podcast is going. I think Clyde might have passed him now. Yeah. <laughs> but the Lions still, producing two two top fifteen running backs is just that's ridiculous. So <laughs> that'd be cool to see. And if he can keep it up this year, he's gonna be looking. Uh, he's gonna be looking good for the rest. He's gonna be looking good. So, all right. Thought there'd be a little more on him. So, that's I mean, fine. I'd love to talk about. No, I do. I do. I just. I just. You know, he's he's good, and he had a good week. It's just, it's it. Yeah, I, don't, I really don't got much. Hopefully, it's not a fluke. That's what I want to know. I want to see it. I want to see him do it again. But that is awesome to see from him. Uh, another rookie just looking good this year, which is kind of surprising. All right, now Clyde definitely is a passer. <laughs> so going on to my next boom of the week. I got Julio Jones, another monster of week, eight catches, 137 yards, and two touchdowns. What the heck, man? This was stupid. He didn't have a hammy in- injury. I, you the, know, there was the a week before he didn't look like he could run, and then this week he just ran past everybody. Yeah, he was full Julio. I knew once if they took the injury report off game day, I was gonna be a little skeptical of him. But since they gave him to him right away. But he exceeded my expectations right there. Julio's not a touchdown guy, and he got two of them. And the one was amazing. Did a little drop and just outrun everybody. Yeah. On fourth down. So, Julio, back in full stride. I am looking forward to him for the rest of the year. And uh, it's going to be a fun time to watch him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. All right, my next boom is Will Fuller. and Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, because Brandon Cooks has been, the past two weeks he's been really good. But I want to focus on Will Fuller. Will Fuller had six for 123 and a touchdown. And Will Fuller, now that it's super optimistic, now that Watson and the team is starting to click, like, that just means Fuller's oh, – yeah. Fuller hasn't even had the monster games that we're used to seeing from him yet. Like, he was always good for, like, that three-touchdown, 180-yard receiving day. And he's just done it consistently every single week, eight for 112. No, pretty much every other week's 100 points. Oh, or 100 yards. He said that like three times already. That's what he got 100 points? I wish I could have 100 points. Uh, 100 yards, you know, 
bunch of touchdowns. And yeah, Brandon Cook, same thing. They're all scoring. So right. yeah. That transitions to my boom of the week, Deshaun Watson, who threw four touchdowns to yeah. said receivers, and their tight end, Darren Fells. He's looking like he could be a fantasy guy, too, at some point. They're just clicking now, and it's awesome to see that uh, Watson's finally, like, back in the back in the saddle again. Because yeah. uh, I was a little worried for a couple minutes. I was a <laughs> he started off strong. That schedule was bad, but he started off real Right, safe. so that was, that, was a little bit of the, that was a little bit of the effect to him. Like, Kansas City, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, yeah, that's not a good start. It was a terrible start. But then you get into play again. But this is against Tennessee, who well Tennessee's last couple of weeks has given up a little more points than I think they should have. But well, no, they did really good against the Bills. They just let up w- way more points to Texans than they uh, I thought they were going to. But either way, I mean, yeah, you got Cooks, you got Fuller, and you got Watson. They're all back to their offense, kind of how we kind of thought they'd be this year. Mm-hmm. Took a little bit of delay time, but they've definitely picked it back up. Like I said, Fuller is if he can keep his consistency up and stay healthy, this is a Another amazing yeah, receiver every huge week. Huge news, huge. Thing. Yeah, because w- no one ever doubted Fuller was talented. It's like he could never stay on the field. Yeah. If he's able to pull it together for one year, it's he's he's a what top five wide receiver right now. He's some he's up there. He'll be top ten in like fantasy for sure if he plays yeah. all, all if he plays all year. I know, but no currently way. isn't he top five wide receiver? I don't think he's top five yet. I know, I know he's not one through four. I got it. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, I was gonna say he's close. So. If he is, that'd be crazy. Six. Dang it! Uh, mm, I, I just told you he's top ten <laughs> wide receiver guys. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah, he's, he's six. He's six right now behind uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who has not played yet. Oh. Or Metcalf, who's also not played yet. So he's definitely gonna stay at six. Definitely staying at six. He has I'm no not chance. saying rest of season, but I said currently. Nope. Rest right? of season. Nope. So. Finishing off for my boom of the week, I got A.J. Brown, another guy, another two-touchdown week. Uh, he scored two? two he got that Twice. game-winning one. Oh, yep, got the game-winning touchdown at the very end to say, uh, just to add to his points. Had the had the stats pulled up, but uh, had to get it t- taken down uh, to look up the other stats. So anyway, it was five important. catches, 56 yards, and two touchdowns. And this is just awesome. He's right back to give you a touchdown machine. He's Tannehill's favorite target right now. Uh, him and tight ends are just awesome. And then Henry just runs the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Tannehill's really good this year. Like, I didn't expect it. Like, I didn't doubt A.J. Brown. I was doubting Ryan Tannehill being good. And uh, I was doubting the passing volume, but the passing volume is there. No, they're they're back to last year's team. Touchdowns. Yeah. They're exactly how they were played last year. And Tannehill's even better than that. Like, he's just – he's staying hot. He's improving. Like, they just look unbeatable right now. Yeah. So, which kind of plays into my next boom, which is the guy throwing on the ball, Ryan Tannehill. He likes the touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Well, helps we all pick the same game. We literally. Hey, let's not talk about I that. I think <laughs> just get, just five of our nine it. players are from the Titans Texans game. It was a pretty good game. Guys. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> if you didn't watch it, you probably missed out. Three hundred sixty-four yards, four touchdowns for Tannehill. Just, just a monster game. Him and Watson had a duel that was just amazing to watch. And that's the thing, like Scotty said, it's just. Uh, Corey, uh, AJ Brown's favorite target, Derrick Henry running the ball. The offense is so efficient. He doesn't even need, I think he had like 40 pass attempts. He can, with 28 pass attempts, he can score four touchdowns like every week. It's how efficient, how ungodly efficient the Tennessee offense is. I just, well, you, that's what happens when you're afraid of Derrick Henry running the ball. Cause like oh, you just saw Derrick Henry run a 90 yard touchdown. That just adds to his like resume. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like, and he's good for that too, like every year. So good thing you got it out of the way early. 
But like now it's even scarier that it's it's too early. Like we said. This is like three of them last year. He did one early last year too, though. Yeah. Did him at the yeah. He was a problem. So and then if Tannehill did that that combination, it's just such a good setup for them. And as long as their team can just keep it up when they get to the the playoffs time, they're gonna be uh they're gonna be this next week against the Steelers is gonna be a good match to see who's gonna be good. Yep. And like even like going back to Henry, he has one game he had eight point four points. Every other game, fifteen, twenty six, nineteen, forty one. Like he's just giving you good points. Tannehill's gonna give you good he's points. He's guaranteed tons of value. Yeah. All right. So my last boom of the week is Travis Full Fulham again. Fulham again. Jeez, I like blanked on how to say his last name. It like confused me. You said it wrong. It's Travis Fulham. Hey, that's fair. All right. So he got another ten targets, six receptions. 75 yards and a touchdown. But three weeks in a row, he's had a good fantasy week. He's heating up. And, uh, like, I mean, his schedule opens up now. He plays the Giants this week. With no other receivers. <laughs> Literally yeah. no one else. He is, uh, he's kind of a lone survivor, but he's doing good. He's getting the targets, and he's putting up numbers with it. So, I mean, he's going to be, you're going to play him every week for the next, you know, while now. Like, <laughs> he's earned a spot. Seriously. I think you're playing, uh, yeah, he's just earned a spot right there. He earned that, at least that flex spot, minimum wide receiver three. Yeah. I was going to say, he's probably a wide receiver three, right? Like, yeah. at least right now. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely. He's getting the targets and he has touchdown upside right now because who else is going to score? Miles Sanders isn't going to score now. Like, I, I don't really Zach think, uh, gonna, I don't really think his, Boston Scott's going to take much. His ain't going to do nothing. He'll take a little bit. And Boston Scott will be good for, like, passing. That's why Boston Scott will be an okay pickup. Like, he's way better for PPR, but. No. All right. Need some, they need someone to get the ball. Nice run, Josh Allen. He needs a new quarterback. So, Look at him go. All right. That's it for the booms of the week. Now on to the bus. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> now on to the bus. Oh, Scotty's ready for this one. <sighs> the bus of the week. So this is a guy. <laughs> little guy from a small town. Living in the sure. lonely world. Sure he's, in a, sure, he's in a small town somewhere. I, I don't know if you know where he's from. <laughs> he's probably just in Nevada. He's from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I had to guess. But, I'll now, give, one of the one of a more for sure targets for Jared Goff. You know, pretty consistent with what he does. You know, I mean, he doesn't always, yeah, he doesn't always blow up. But he doesn't usually lose you a week. He doesn't really lose you a week. He doesn't really mess mess you up. And Good call, Scott. What is it? He does lose. Yakima, Washington. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it's a small town guy, and that is Cooper Cup. Now, Cooper Cup looked like he had the opportunity to get a great game. Nine targets, he pretty like, consistent. He had a great opportunity to get some games. But that first half, he was one catch for seven targets, with a drop touchdown in a drop forty yard bomb ish. I can't. That play was like a little bit of on both sides, I think, but. Definitely think Cup usually makes that play. He has the case of the dropskis right now. It was not a good look right there for him. But one catch for zero yards because he ended up pitching it off. There's a lateral. <laughs> oh, I remember seeing that play. That so awesome. that was just the end of the quarter. So he did nothing whatsoever there. Just terrible. Three for 11 yards to finish the game. With that, that's a seven-yard reception in there as well. So he had two catches for four yards after that point. It just... <laughs> It's a terrible week. He should be a guaranteed point. Yes, it's a 49. 49 has been struggling a little bit, too. And they jumped right back into it, and they just locked him down. I mean, Woods did not do much better either, but at least Woods— Woods caught a touchdown. That yeah. saved Woods his day. Woods drop a touchdown. Right. <laughs> so it just is killing you. 
And Peasley just scored an amazing touchdown to help me out with Josh Allen. Thank you. <laughs> Why couldn't Cooper Cup do that? That's all that matters. Cooper Cup blew the week this week. <laughs> probably lose the whole reason. He lost for everybody that lost this week. Blame it on Cooper Cup. I don't care if you don't have him. It's Cooper Cup's fault. <laughs> all right, I'm not mad. Ouch. <laughs> it's definitely Justin Jefferson's fault too. And I think we're gonna. We're playing against Justin Jefferson. If you played against Justin Jefferson, then I'm sorry. <laughs> that sucks. I played against Derrick Henry this week, and I think we're going to win. It's Actually, Ronald really Jones is what I'm sorry if he played against. Really close. Mm-hmm. Ronald Jones is tough. Yeah. Big money on him on his bench, so that's obviously tough. Uh, yeah, I saw – I played against – there was uh, three leagues. The guy had him. Only one played him. Ooh. And oh. that's the one I'm probably going to lose in, though. So <laughs> – I think you win some, you lose some. Bounce your cup. All right, my first bust of the week is Kareem Hunt. It was a game to forget if you're a Cleveland Browns fan. I just – All right, move on. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> Kareem Hunt, I think I had it up. There it is. 40 rush yards, 17 receiving yards. Just absolute piss poor. Everything was bad. Just nothing was great about this game from any any spot of fantasy for the Browns side. The Steelers look beautiful. The Steelers yeah, are play. a problem. You have to lower your expectations a lot. Against Unless it's Derrick Henry, you can uh, consider like I, not playing a guy against the Steelers sort of, right now. If you have any sort of step down that is like even remotely near the same tier, it's like think you should probably play that person because yeah. it's like it's not like, even a healthy Barkley has got like like a point against the Steelers. <laughs> like, yeah. It wasn't good. It's just not good for them. Yeah, so. but you kind of didn't have that. Like I said, you didn't have that much expectations going into the. But you, you still had to start. You had to start him though. Which suck. does suck. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah, my first bust of the week is Todd Gurley. Just when he, just when we thought Todd Gurley was turning a corner, he goes out there, puts up twenty for forty-seven, no touchdowns, and only two two receptions. I think it's like son of a gun, Todd. You tripping against you, you tripping, uh, Minnesota Todd. as well? Against like, a very bad defense. Yeah, man. Like we thought you had this. We thought. <laughs> It's not even doing it for us. I think it's a Julio Jones. Like it's it's. I don't think Julio. <laughs> when Julio does bad, Todd Gurley does good. <laughs> when Julio does good, Todd yeah, Gurley's but irrelevant. But it's not even like Julio. Yeah, he scored twice, which Julio never does. But Todd Gurley still had twenty attempts and did nothing with it. It's a bad. It's a bad day. Vikings need a lot of tackles. That's all that was. Yeah, I started. I started getting a big. Uh, I started getting a big like a lot of hope for him this week. Uh, gonna try to do some big trades for him. Straight away, some big wide receiver. I'm like, I need this running back. This is the guy I can get right now. And, yeah, now he's scared me right back off. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, My next bust of the week is Aaron Rodgers. Oof, what a weird game this was. Uh, it all went downhill after his three-pump celebration. <laughs> you never do three. You go two. That's what he two. did two, didn't he? No, no he I did three. three. It was he a very th- subtle oh, one. No. You only go no. two. Three is curses. You can't go three pumps. I only saw two. That's why I was like, "What happened?" Keenan Peel did it best. You guys ever see that? You ever see that skit? Yeah. The three pump skit. I feel like Fergie's lying. No, I have. <laughs> I feel like you're lying. I love Keenan Peel, man. Dude, the three pump <laughs> skit's one of the fun. I honestly, I would thought. A wrong. <laughs> it's not the same bit, but you know. It's not the skit at all. I <laughs> thought he was doing a big Nick thing, and uh, I realized I realized it was a three pump thing. I thought it was way funnier. I was upset <laughs> with him at first, but I was like, "Ah, oh, now that was funny." So. He gets a little bit of credit there, but it went all downhill after that. 160 yards passing, two picks with the pick six. He's just had nothing overall there. So I, that's just upsetting day on a, on a tear. You've been pumped to play him, you know. You, got, pre- De- you got Devontae Adams back yeah. for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Daly did not feel good to play Devontae Adams, by the way. <laughs> I thought that was a shoo-in for, like, 30 points. Like, honestly, I felt so good about that. I'm like, I don't care if everyone has him. Like, I need these points. 
Yeah, that was just an upsetting week. You know, Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown a pick all year. Throws two. Doesn't throw it. Doesn't throw a touchdown. At least he ran that one. But uh, it, didn't nope, it didn't count. Oh, that one got called back too. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones scored it. Thank you, God. Ouch. Like, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers didn't get this. Like they just did. This didn't. No count. one touched him. His knee was down, and they're just like, you know, what? we're still gonna call each other. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Ouch. Ouch. So yeah, Aaron Rodgers bust the week. You know. You didn't have that much hope. I, this year, we were kind of staying away from him the whole time. We didn't even rank him that high. And he which showed us up. Which feels bad. Which feels really bad. Yeah, he showed us up this year. And now you finally are all in on him, and this is what happens. So Aaron Rodgers, big bust of the week. Not as big as Cooper Cup, though. <laughs> My next guy who is couldn't even be qualified as a bigger bust. Granted, it's a tight end. So you all tight ends suck except for, like, a handful of them. Mike Gesicki. I don't think you can – you cannot cook up a better matchup for Mike Gesicki <laughs> against the hapless Jets. And for him to not catch a single ball is just ugh. – in the escape of tight ends, like you you stream – are basically streaming tight ends if you don't got a top guy. And you see Mike Gesicki against the Jets, and you're like, oh, I need that in my life. And then it's just goose egg. So Gesicki's going to be inconsistent for most of the year. This – is a game where you needed to see him like used to something. If he get a boom this week, you could have known he had like that a uh, little bit of like streamer value. You kind of switch your tight ends out if you have like two different tight ends. And yeah, this is just I can't believe he did bad. And that's a ball loose. Cincinnati or Kansas City fumbles. Bills got the ball back. What I looked away for two seconds. Yeah, literally, I looked at my phone. I just saw the ball on the ground. So that just yeah, that was. Uh, oh, Clyde! Why is it gonna be Clyde? Wait, is he down? Is he down? He's, He's down. Nah. <laughs> All right, cool. So that. Woo. Okay, so that kind of helps my uh overreaction uh live on the spot change of the bust of the week. So my new bust of the week is Tyreek Hill. Not doing so hot right now. <laughs> he only has three targets, three receptions for twenty yards. He has a rush attempt for five yards. He only has four points right now. And I need anything to be defensive. Like, I need 11 points from CeeDee Lamb. Like, I needed, like, 20 points. Can, or not 20. I needed, like, 15-something points from Needed the 39 points from uh, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. But uh, who would have thought he got that many more points? Like, uh, I feel bad for not playing uh, Justin Jefferson, but I really thought he was only going to get, like, 17. And uh, I thought CeeDee Lamb was going to get, like, a regular amount. And it would be fine. And now, like, CeeDee Lamb I definitely so see. Much. I definitely see your idea there. But... Justin Jefferson against the Falcons versus the Cowboys that are don't have Dak right. If they had Dak, I can understand a little more. I think I would have leaned towards Justin Jefferson. But I see you're like, Here's they the both thing. could get 20 points. Between this but CeeDee Lamb's been went, consistent. Yeah, because it went 29-12-3 the last three weeks for uh, Justin Jefferson. Before that, it was 3-5. and five. So it's like, he's either getting you a lot or like nothing. So it just, I didn't... I, I see, I, I understand the scene. I, I see you wanted to guarantee points. And so, he was in a good matchup. Like I'm in a good. I was in a good matchup against uh, our, my my co-host here, Spencer. <laughs> I am not saying a single word about this. <laughs> the game is not over. I am not saying a yeah, word. Yeah, just wait for Tyreek Hill to catch the bomb and be like, and I'm changing the bust of the week to my boom of the week. <laughs> it literally, I'm sitting here petrified, still I'm about it. Some anti juju in the world. It's fine. I'm just getting some uh, what the, like the anti mojo. Oh, who knew I had some anti mojo? Is the Juju? <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster, right there. What a transition! Juju Smith Schuster, right there. And I, he's more of like a bust, 
Ne- more than just a bust of the league. Of the He's a bust of the year so He's far. A Two catches for fifty uh, for six yards. It was fifty percent catching. That was okay, but for six yards, one point six points and just, just what is this? Like what is this from Juju? He hasn't had anything. He's had two weeks this year where you're like, this is good to play him. That was uh, week one and week three. There's been nothing. Like Cleveland's defense has been terrible against the pass. Philly's been. They still were. They just didn't have to throw that much. <laughs> like honestly, that 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 stat is just deceiving. Like they didn't have a bad passing game. Like they just didn't need to throw the ball that much against the Browns. See, everything was working for them. So he's just been upsetting. He's still probably gonna have a couple. He's probably gonna have like two boom games in there, but. Right now, it's just not him. It's it's Claypool and Deontay Johnson. They're getting everything. Yeah. Yep. So, my next bust is kind of a s- combo. It's Gardner Minshew and DJ Chark and Chenault. It's, it's a big grouping of them. Yeah. Just against Detroit, you're really hoping that the, whole offense kind of sucked. the offense did nothing. It was just gross. Minshew got saved last second with a screen to Robinson for a touchdown. But other than that, he had a rushing TD, a pick. It just against the Lions defense, which is not good. It just you're hoping for something, and there was just Keelan Cole had a good game, but that was about. And James Robinson got self against something. Yeah. Like it was just a forgettable night for the Jags offense. Right. Well, the ja- Jaguars were really deceiving after playing the Colts week one. Like it was, I really thought that the, I really thought that the Jags were actually gonna have a little bit of hope this year, and now I'm. They deceived us week one. Nick. Oh my gosh, they bamboozled everybody. <laughs> they were one and zero, top of the world. Everyone's wrong about the Jags, and now it's like, oh. Yeah, and then even yet, totally right about the Jags. Yeah, it was just a fluke. And <laughs> even like then that next two weeks after that, they're like, are they lost? But like, there was something there, and now yeah. it's back to like, oh, now they are the Jaguars. Okay. <laughs> so, and that's that's it for the boom uh, bust of the week. Then wait, no, wait, no, no, no Mitch, no, no, sorry, no. sorry, you skipped. I forgot, I forgot what the yeah, no, I got a really bad person. <laughs> There's a lot of hope going to this guy with Dalvin Cook being out this week. You'd think he'd be getting, you know, he's not as good as Dalvin Cook. You're hoping to get at least a somewhat percentage of Dalvin Cook. And uh, Alexander Madison was against like, the Falcons defense. Yeah, Alexander Madison was like a third of a percent. Like, <laughs> he ten rushes for 26 yards and just four receiving yards. Like it does nothing for you. Nothing for you. It, that's a bad game in every four. I knew it was bad. I did not know it was that. Well, bad. Once they went, once the Falcons got up quick, and they were just like Alexander Madison, like, yeah, we're not gonna get you in this yeah, game anymore. Yeah, like it was crazy. Amir Abdullah, man. Yeah, it was just, it was a rough week for him. Didn't get saved at all, and uh, and a waste sucks. for a fab for a lot of people. Yeah, it's a big waste. <laughs> try to buy yourself a try to buy yourself a win, and you just uh, got down. You bought yourself a loss. Yeah. So. Honorable mention or dishonorable mention for bust, I should say, <laughs> is also Mike Evans. He was on a good run for a while, and he finally got his one catch for ten yard game. But if With this no was <laughs> if this was um, James Winston, that would have been his goose egg game right there. But <laughs> since he has Tom Brady, he gets his one catch. And you have no idea. Week one, you almost got goose. I was gonna be oh, so, so happy. But you know that's his touchdown. So, I, I am what I bring up bring up with him is I am a little bit scared now that uh, they threw one touchdown on Gronk. I think he just like he just broke the seal, like ready to go wow. now. He broke the seal. He broke wow. the seal, and it's wow. just way to, way to overreact. The, the floodgates open. I'm I'm a little nervous about. I think this is uh, Chris, but, God, Chris, Chris Godwin being back too. It just hurts a little bit. 
Well, he's more tough to undefended now. Apparently, I can't commit him. Yeah, tough. but God, like Godwin didn't do that crazy either right now. So I think they both these guys yeah, are not fully Evans, back. I don't think they're fully back yet. All of Mike Evans' games that weren't good have been with Chris Evans. Like Godwin hasn't proved that. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's the only thing that's like tough. So yeah, I'm not. I think his touchdowns are still going to be there. I think he's still going to be uh, still going to be up there with the there uh, still up there with the wide receivers this year. But a little bit of a scare. I'm okay with it this week. He's been doing really good. So he gets his week off. This is his. This is his pass on the show. This is his pass. <laughs> you not get the pass next week. You will be number one. You will be on the Cooper Cup list of bust of the week. <laughs> Three exclamation points. Cooper so, Cup. Moving into the uh, matchups of the week, we got starting off. We got T Higgins versus the Browns. Now T Higgins has been on. on I, a s- I stand in protest. This was my pick. I stand in protest. T. Higgins, just like when they drafted Andy Dalton and A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. So he's just that slow that slow climb right now. All these rookies are awesome. Hey, that's what's been the biggest surprise to me right now. Like, like, Clyde's been really good, but, like, even Clyde's not even, like, the number one guy right now. Like, he's just been good. He's been the most – he's, like, super consistent. Well, Yeah, he's the most consistent. He's had the most – Consistent with yeah. good consistency. Yeah. Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor's been the most consistent. Clyde's Clyde been like the Clyde's most been, no, with the Clyde's most. Been cons- Clyde's, been most Clyde's been like just ahead of Jonathan Taylor. No, no, no. Point wise, I think overall he has been, but I think like 13, 13, 13, 13, That's consistency. Nineteen, right there. thirteen. Oh, whatever. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> so this is going to consistency. He's getting the same score every week instead of being good for him. <laughs> so, but yeah, T. Higgins versus the Browns. Browns have been giving up a lot to the passing game. Um, we just saw what Claypool did. Now they started off early this year. Higgins did not get uh ha- did not have a great game against the Browns. He only had five points, but but uh, Boyd did, didn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I, uh, I'm just pulling up Higgins stats right now, so I don't have Boyd's up right now. I think Higgins this week or but just in general. It's been I'm pulling it just in general now. So it's been Higgins went after the Browns the five week. That was kind of his first like that was his coming out party, and then. He really came out the next week versus Philly, where he had two touchdowns right there, 18 and a half points, 11, 8.2, and then 15.7. So now he's on the slow climb, and that 8.2 was against Baltimore as well. So there's definitely a lot of upsides coming from him. I think this could be the game where he does another big game and there maybe gets another. He has just had 100 yards last week, gets 100 yards this week, and a touchdown. This should be your game because the Browns should kick the crap out of the Bengals. So they should be having to come back. There's going to be a lot of scoring. And they were just they were just up 21 nothing on the Colts. So it's like they also can score pretty mm-hmm. quick. So, mm-hmm. I mean. And Burrow likes like to throw the ball. I'm so. mad I had to drop T. Higgins. I mean, I had other people, but it's like that was a guy. I was like, ah, I wish I could keep him. Because he's going to be – he's playable. He's just, he's good, he can play him almost every week now. Yeah, it feels better to drop T. Higgins than uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. Way worse. yeah. That would have felt way worse. <laughs> Significantly worse. All right, my uh, first matchup of this week is Tim Patrick versus the Chiefs. Tim Patrick's kind of like becoming one of Drew Locke's favorite targets. Even when it wasn't Drew Locke, it was uh, – I don't – oh, Rippin. That was the other guy's name. I could not even remember that guy's name. The last two weeks, he's gone 6, 113, and 1 against the Jets. And last week against the Patriots, he had 4 for 101. So, he's doing – he's pulling it off. He's doing it. He's doing it. <laughs> I fully expect the Chiefs to kick the crap out of the Broncos. So, they're going to have to throw constantly. That's a fair point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> so, I just think him – because Judy – Judy's been good, but 
I mean, Tim Patrick's been the guy so far. Judy's been that just that big play guy. He's just getting that one bomb, mossing somebody, and then just dancing in the end zone. And that was awesome. That was still cool. <laughs> All right, so my first match of the week is uh, Travis Holt <laughs> versus the Giants. And, uh, I mean, that's just an easy matchup. I want to play everyone against the Giants. I want to play, like, anyone against the Giants, I'm in. I'm in anyone. But uh, he's been doing it. Most like you said earlier, anybody. he's been doing it good. Carson Wentz is not playing. I mean, he's playing bad, but he's playing a good team. Now he's playing a really he's bad team. He's decent fantasy. Yeah, Real-life quarterback is looking bad. Yeah, and with Miles Sanders out, I, they're not going to just beat him up with the run. They're going to have to pass for at least most of the game. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm on play. board with this. It's a good play this week. I can't make that up. They have nobody. Yeah. They have nobody. Like, yeah, Fulgham's been a guy like we were a little bit scared about grabbing him, and he's like, He's like, I still on the Eagles. Like, I just don't trust that Eagles <laughs> offense right now. But that that they're another. It's like the gar. It's it's the garbage time, but they're in the game garbage time. It's like you know they're not gonna win the game, but they make you think they're gonna win the game. The last few weeks, they're just like we're not gonna lose. We're gonna lose, but like only by a little bit. <laughs> like we're gonna make it think we're gonna win. He's been getting a ton of points there. So another guy I think that could have a good matchup this week. Is uh, Kenny Galladay? You know he's been on that slow climb right now, but he hasn't had that. So excited! He's been, it's been eighteen. It's been, I think it's eighteen, like fifteen and fourteen, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think another week we can, um, we can uh, definitely, uh, we could definitely keep it up and uh, get it against the Falcons. So we're definitely, I definitely gonna see a uh, big week from him. I'm super excited to play Kenny Galladay this week. Who are they playing? Falcons. Falcons. Oh, yeah. oh like, no! I, I've written out in my notes. I wrote Kenny Galladay plus Stafford equals Falcons. Like that's gonna be that's the stack you want. That's the stack you're gonna play. Funny. That's gonna when play. I was doing Marvin Jones, yeah, I need a need a running. I, that's what I was just Marvin about to bring Jones. up. I'm like in my matchups, I had Marvin Jones on my list. I'm like, I just can't do it. I it's, can't. It's upsetting. It's possible, but it is upsetting to do this. You are he gonna take a long shot. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't he? No, he wasn't good. He's just no. Nope, he just Stafford, hasn't done anything. Stafford was pretty struggle city to start the year too. It is what it is there. <laughs> yeah. All right. My next uh, matchup is Gronk, the resurgence, versus the Raiders. Just, I'm thinking, you know, last week or the week prior, the Raiders, Travis Kelsey torched them for like 8, 110, and a touchdown. 1010. 1010. <laughs> so Gronk isn't going to give you that. Could I see a double two touchdowns from him and decent yards? I could. I'm not going to bank on it, but I think decent yards and hope, a touchdown. I'm going to hope not. Every touchdown Gronk gets is a touchdown Mike Evans does not get. <laughs> You're just one-track mind. You don't think of anything else, do you? No, I, I, I said I was scared of Gronk already. Like, I, and I said yeah. once this happened, mm-hmm. floodgates open now. Uh, this connection could keep happening. We've seen yeah. it in the past. I mean, I have Chris Godwin, but like, I'm not worried about Gronk. So I'm not Godwin doesn't ha, doesn't take any effect to, like we said Mike Evans is touchdown dependent, so he's gonna have he's gonna have some uh, big game he's still gonna have these big hundred yard games in there but realistically what's been saving this year is these touchdowns and if his big thing is the one yard touchdown pass <laughs> the only other person that's good at one yard touchdown pass is is Gronkowski just the exact same play they can literally <laughs> they don't have to do anything different and now Gronk they just like he likes Gronk a little bit more that's fair I like this play though. Especially with a couple injury in the tight end. I definitely like this play. <laughs> I'm only Sipping. looking at it. I like it, but I don't like it. I'm about to bitch and fab on it. No, it's pretty annoying. Now my, is it my second matchup? Mm-hmm. My second matchup is Herbert versus the Jags. He got a 
quick week off. This week he was supposed to play the uh, you know the Jets. He was supposed to be a good stack in that lineup. But whatever. This, this week he's gonna bounce back strong against me. Yeah, not cool guys. <laughs> when I'm getting like smoked, or like it'd have been awesome if I had like an extra. I mean, watch I got 40 points, but whatever. But like he didn't have would have been cool. But anyway, Justin Herbert's gonna bounce back. Great with Keenan Allen this week against the Jags. They're gonna kick the crap out of him, and I'm gonna get a good fantasy day. So. Full steam ahead. Yeah, Herbert's been looking. Herbert's he looks been so looking good. good right now. He looks so good. I was so happy I picked him up immediately. I was like, all right, we got an extra bench spot. I'm picking up Justin Herbert. <laughs> it's kind of like a weird thing to think about, but I think uh, Terod Taylor brings out the best in people. <laughs> it really <laughs> does. If, you, if you're worried about your quarterback being good or not, just let Terod Taylor start for you one week LeBron and stab him, him in the chest, and all <laughs> oh, of a sudden geez. your guy becomes a great quarterback. What if you don't have to stab him in the chest? <laughs> So. Use a fake needle and just tell him. Placebo needle. Oh. Don't fall, placebo don't fall, don't fall. Go! Nice. Hey, Did you say placebo needle? I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's move on. <laughs> One of those fake needles and you stab him. It's like, oh, it's in there. Ow! <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't believe I punched your lungs. What do you mean you punched my lungs? I just punched your lungs. Do you not feel it? I punched your lungs. <laughs> so, my, uh, my first trap game of the week, because we're moving on now, is... Antonio Gibson versus the Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys have been letting up a ton of points. Not sure if you guys noticed this at all. Oh now, their God. defense is trash. And Gibson has been on the rise. Didn't have a crazy week last week. But what's going to happen this week is I think the Cowboys are better than the Redskins. And they're going to whoa, absolutely big take there. But the Cowboys are going to get up in this game. And when they get up, Miski- uh, McKissick. McKissick comes McKissick. in. And when McKissick comes in, steals a lot of the passing work, which Gibson has not gotten yet. I need him to start getting that passing work to see it. But I think this week, he's set up for a big game, and I think that it's just not going to be able to work out. I think they're going to down too early, and Gibson's just not going to have anything minus a big, crazy, like, 40-yard fly. Yeah, this could be a quick game for the Cowboys. They're probably just going to run the crap out of Zeke. Yeah, Zeke's going to get a food boost. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that the Washington football team is really going to be able to keep up, so. Not gonna be great, and they're only gonna score on the like Gibson will score on the goal line if they get there, but I don't know how often they're really gonna get. This is gonna be a good game for Terry though. Yeah, Terry's probably gonna have a great game. Yeah, Terry's third quarter and fourth quarter stats are gonna be ridiculous, like always. (laughs) Trash man, (laughs) garbage man. He's up there too. We could talk about the top trash guys. It's (laughs) Thielen and Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is probably number one though. Sean Watson's pretty trash this year. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. But that's always <laughs> that's always been Watson. Like he could be garbage for three quarters and then run two touchdowns in the fourth and suck. That was Josh Allen for a while too last year. That was Josh Allen all of last year. I'm hoping he uh, he only got two minutes left and probably only one time with the ball. But I'd yeah, like to get a couple more yards it's here. It's really raining, but he only has 123 yards passing. He's rushing all over the place though. Two not, touchdowns not though. Not a lot of yards. Yeah, I don't even think Mahomes. Really Mahomes is running a lot today too. Oh, they all are. Yeah, that was just the plan. But so. My next, my first trap game. This guy's coming off the COVID list. His name is Corey Davis, and I do not trust him at all. Now that AJ Brown is back and has established himself, I am not. And I know Tannehill. Wait, I've been talking up Tannehill. I've been talking up this this offense. Do not want any part of Corey Davis in it, just because like he's been off two weeks. I think right. This will be his second week off. Yeah, because he had one. He only didn't play this. He, he didn't play weeks. against the Bills. He's not playing currently. Or this past week. So, I just think I want to see it a week. If he is going to be something, he'll need to get his legs back underneath him. So, I'm not dealing with Corey Davis this week. But And it's against the Steelers. But, but Say something else about Corey Davis. Say what? 
He's actually done a good, a good this year. Like, I mean, like, he's been that's relevant. That's why he took it to the trash can. That's what it, th- but, you know oh, yeah, the definition is, of a trap game? This is the bad. Yeah, that's the, this is the definition of it right now. Yeah. Off, the, off the COVID. But I'm just saying something nice. AJ Brown's back. But he was supposed to be, like, trapped this whole year. Yeah, I just looked at my stats on my phone, and I saw that two seconds <laughs> He ball. went down. Yeah, I was a little bit behind, and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> it's always the worst Yahoo updates uh, before the game. Dude. <laughs> Only thing bad about Hulu. <laughs> my first trap game of the week. If I'm being honest, it was really difficult for me to find a trap game this week. I feel like the it Magic, was hard. I feel like the matchups were really good this week. And so this is kind of a reach, but I'm taking Daryl Henderson against the Bears. This is a uh, – Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but if I could have put an entire team as a trap game, I'd put the L.A. Rams as a trap game this week. It's it's pretty weird. And this, all right, so uh, a couple weeks ago, Sean McVay said, we need to get Cam Akers the ball more. And this week, they give him the ball zero times. The next week, perfect time, and Daryl Anderson, Anderson looked great this week, but the next week is a perfect time to give him zero touches. They give Cam Akers a bunch of touches for no reason. So that's my trap game. I don't really have a reason why besides that. And the Bears, hey, Bears are been stopping everybody the Bears recently. Are a good team, so. It's just a bad matchup in general. I don't think he's going to light it up, but I, he's probably end up going to be fine, but you never know. He's a 50-50 guy, but it's also, it's also that Monday night, like the Monday night scare game where it's just like, he's going to be fine the whole week. Yeah. But waiting the Monday night on certain, like just some players, if you is another guy, especially on a tough matchup, it feels bad. you might want to look this the other way, but he's been, I mean, he's... He's looked good. Where has he been in the good. running back ranking right now? Uh, he's up there right now. I don't he, think he's he, top. He scores a lot. He's at twenty. He's at like three twenty-point weeks. They're a good team. I'm gonna trust them. They're running. That, that's all they do. They run. Even when they're down, they run. Running back ranking. They um, have three twenty-point weeks. Daryl uh running back seventeen right now. So that checks out. It's going good. It definitely could be definitely scary there, but. Even Darby's good. But I'm still looking to play. Uh, I'm still liking uh, Henderson more than Gibson this week. I know, I, <laughs> I know, I, I know you, you're, you're worried about, I know you're worried about the, the value with uh, Henderson possibly getting Cam Akers getting the ball the whole time. No, I'm just, I'm worried about them all getting the ball. I am worried, like, I have this just burned into my brain of just the Rams putting up, like, no points against the Bears, like, two years ago. I'm not worried about that. And I'm not worried about that, but, like, that thought is in my head of, like, the Bears' defense is really good this year again. And they just mollywhopped the Rams the last time they played them. I think I would still play Gibson just because it's actually a better matchup. And the defense, is but it's a downness. For I think the well, I think the Rams down. defense can keep them in the game where the running is gonna be able to happen, and there's a better chance for him to score than there is for Gibson to score. Gibson, you're banking on that big play, and I just Gibson, I don't trust to get that big play yet. I I think Henderson can I get it. I trust him against this terrible defense. Is the big thing. Yeah, I would. I, would, I, I would, also do want to see how bad the. The Cowboys look tonight. But at, let's put it this way. God, if Drake it. does not do anything tonight. I think Edmonds is going to have a good game. If, By I think, I mean I'm playing Edmonds, but I think Edmonds is going to have a good game. So, I think Edmonds, it's going to be more the passing work-wise. But if, I'm talking about just straight running. I don't care about what the passing is. Straight running. If Drake cannot get 100 yards this game, he has no hope for him this he entire year now. He just has, to, yeah, like Guy said, he just has this to look somewhat decent. If Drake gets a hundred yards this game, I'm looking into Gibson and being like, I think this could actually be something good, but I'm still worried about the, them getting down too much. So I think you gotta stay away from. That'd be the only way I would consider putting in Gibson over Henderson. Okay, uh, my next trap game 
is I was just talking about how if I could put a whole team on a trap game this week, I could put the Rams and I have Cooper Cup versus the Bears. And I just – I don't trust Cooper Cup. It's – the whole thing with him is he was going to get the targets in the red zone. And oh, he got him. He got him. And all they're – and if they don't <laughs> go to him, they're running the ball into the end zone. They're just not – Robert Woods has more touchdowns on the year than Cooper Cup. Like, and I don't even think oh, it's close. Yeah. No, it has to be close. It's I, Cooper or Robert Woods has like four touchdowns. I think, three receiving and a rushing. I want to say. Yeah, I have. Cup has at least two. I think he has one. He might have two, but just that's the whole thing with Cup. You wanted Cup for the touchdowns, and he's they're just not going his way. He's a second half player this year. Hopefully. Remember how last year he was a first-half player and did nothing in the second half? <laughs> yeah, now nah, he's the second half. Yeah, he has two touchdowns. Yeah. And Robert Woods does have four. He has four. So, I like I said, I was on Woods' bandwagon before the season. Jumped just, off for a second? Ju- I, I mean, I'm still kind of jumped off. The Rams are not what I thought they'd be. You I thought they'd be chucking it, and they're not. They're running it so much more than I thought they ever would. It's very weird. They actually figured it out this time. So I am I'm, I'm off both. I have Woods and Cup in I have Woods and two and Cup and one. And I, you know, I'm starting them in one because there's begrudgingly begrudgingly because there is no waivers, no nothing. But I, the Rams are just been disappointing fantasy wise. So, so I was rudely skipped over on this trap game for the second one. You said Henderson. That was Mitch said Henderson. Oh, you just. You I took, was I was taking an argument. You, you just took it over. That's <laughs> I'm sorry. But my uh my other trap game of the week is Boston Scott versus the Giants. I don't I don't like him at all. I I don't think Boston Scott has it unless he gets a ton of passing work. Which he did last week. But Which he probably will. The week one game. already when week one Miles Sanders was out, he did absolutely nothing. So I just don't see him having well, a big game. He also got hurt in that game. How early did he get hurt? Pretty early. That could add up a little more. Uh, but I still, either way, <laughs> either way, I'm not a big fan of Boston's got this game. I, Fulgham is gonna have a good game. I, they're just gonna be. I think they're just gonna be throwing and throwing and throwing. Um, and this, unless there's a crazy lead, but I don't think Boston Scott's gonna get gonna get more than uh, like six points. They don't know. I mean, I don't. I feel like six points is such a low bar to set. That is definitely fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I mean, if Miles Sanders is out, and it's not like he's going to be out for at least a week or two. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, do you know? It's uh, <laughs> I know him by name. That's fair. <laughs> the only way is that you said it was, was by his week nine, so he's going to be out for week seven, then they might just let him be out week eight, and then jump, like, and nine's going to be the bye, so then it'll be all good after that point. That's the only thing that's kind of, like, scary about it. They know that the rest is coming, so you might just be like, well, we can we can rest him here. Nine carries for Washington. He had seven point four the first week, though. That was seven point four the first week. Mm-hmm. And seven point two and seven point three the second All week. Right. So uh, six points would be a tough one to be tough tight, tough <laughs> tough take. So was that the, the, the PPR or a half point PPR? Uh, this is a four point week for him. I don't know what Ooh, that could be even scary if it's just fantasy. It's on their pro <laughs> player profile in OCS. I just don't know what they uh, standardize it to. Um. But I just don't think he's gonna be good. All right, maybe maybe six points a little low. He's getting he's not getting enough to be like this crazy stream of the week. If you're if you're going to pick up a guy to have him, he's, I wouldn't. He's a fine do it. flex this week. If you if you need a guy, if you're injury if you're in a bad spot for injuries, if people going out, because a lot of people who have gone out or 
like buys this week. Like Miles Sanders is out, and then Miles Gaskin's on a bye right now. So I'm I'm not struggling. It depends how like, much you need a starting running back right. and which Boston's got his. So like I have to. It's going to be. So like I have I, I have two running backs that are now out this week basically. So now I kind of have to look at Boston's guy. So it's more of like a. Uh, if you have to, he's worth a look. If you have to, there's there is there is a little there is the upside there of getting the work, but I'm still like I said I would still rather have uh, Henderson over. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a pussy at that point. So. <laughs> <laughs> the rain's his weakness. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. If it's dry, he's fine. Tired, I was mad. If it's wet, yeah, he's trash. <laughs> he's mad. As a Chelsea <laughs> owner, I was pretty happy. Kelsey was running like a mile an hour. He was like waddling out there, just getting checked. That's all he needed to do. He didn't. You amazing. don't need to burn your speed up this game, man. You're no. good. Got his two touchdowns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Finish it up. Anyway, this is a again trap game. It's not that good this week. I don't even know if this can count as a trap game. Like Juju versus the Titans. Like I don't know what you're expecting out of Juju right now. Nothing. But if you haven't made like good waiver moves, you probably are still playing Juju. Like, like he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has the high draft capital. He has a big name, and he's got a good offense. So it's like. You're probably gonna play him, and I just don't think it's gonna go well. For what him. if you're the player or the person who has Juju, but you also picked, you spent money on Claypool? You play Claypool? Yeah, that's like because I mean, the last what three games he's been more involved than Juju, and it's like Juju also still isn't 100. percent I don't think, and mm-hmm. Claypool's just doing better. I mean, if Deont- if if Deontay comes back, and like Juju only gets like four or five targets, and Claypool and Deontay both get more, like. <laughs> you could almost red cut flags. Juju. Red, like, yeah. you, you don't need like Juju's basically worthless at that point. What are the chances they trade him? I don't know what team's gonna want him. I mean, the Eagles would want him. The Eagles want any move for anybody. I know, but like, you'd they think they could buy low on him. Shady. They just drafted Rager. He's gonna be out for the next six weeks. Yeah. My whole point is, if you can buy cheap on Juju, I think a team would take that chance. That would be fair. They could use that as Juju. Yeah. What if the Niners Packers trade for him? I would, yeah. Packers need with Lazard going out. They need someone. That'd be cool. How long is Lazard? Lazard? He's. I don't think it's actually said. Six to eight weeks, I think. Because it's like he said. It was that much longer. That was the still the most random surgery of all time. Biggest waste of my money this year. (laughs) (laughs) So far that he just randomly just has. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah, he needed surgery. I know we didn't say it and tell it to anybody. But he needed it. And the funny part was, like, I had just dropped him, like, a week before that, and I was feeling, like, bad about him. Because I had had to drop him, like, dang, that stinks. And and then he popped off. It's like, oh, well, that that really stinks. And then I was like, oh, by the way, he's just not playing for two months now. I thought a lot. Didn't think as much of him anymore. And then Scotty paid more money than me for him. And I made, like, a decent play at him. And I'm like, dang it. But then it worked out so well. (laughs) Scotty came in clutch right there. Yep, he did. Yeah, you're welcome. You (laughs) are welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you, Scotty. I don't think Lazard's not like. <laughs> I gotta do a little more research to figure out. Like out Lazard, October second so was out at least a month. Jeez. So that's four. That's five so games. That's, that's almost three weeks ago, though. At least almost to Thanksgiving, though. No, that was at October second. That was two weeks ago. So it was two weeks ago. So hopefully, so that's two. So you got a month. Month's only another two. So. But at least. So hopefully he comes back here. Hopefully he comes back here soon, but uh, it's I think not looking great. More sad now than he was. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> like I kind of forgot Lazard. about him a little bit. <laughs> and, like this was his guy that like we just like ruined his day. Like, we didn't mean to. Like I didn't know this was like Scotty's trigger. <laughs> it is. So for waivers this week, we got talked about Boston Scott. Some of us think we should. Some of us think we shouldn't. If you have to, go for him. If you don't have to, don't do it. Um, because Miles Sanders is going to come back, and Boston Scott is going to be back to irrelevant. So. Um, next we got Big Ben <laughs> just on a big pickup. Need another 
this week with the Titans always given like they've been giving up some points. Uh, like that's there could be a huge shootout this game. It's either gonna be a shootout or it's gonna be no points. It's gonna be the quickest game or like a pretty long. Game. <laughs> so that's just how it's gonna be. Um, so look for that. Uh, if you need a streamer value this week for tight ends, it uh, Johnny's out. Look for Anthony Frisker. We talked about Frisker. him already. What Frisker? Yeah, it's the same thing. You wrote it down wrong. Oh, it's the IR. Yeah, Frisker. Yeah, Anthony okay. Frisker. So another tight end you gotta look for is Rob Gronkowski. Gronk's man. Yeah, Spike. He said this could be another big week from Floodgate. Could be open. Could be very scary. If one of those three guys go out, you could probably look for Trey Burton. I I think Gronk's gonna be fine, but no, I'm not he's saying, saying that because he's a Mike Evans. I know. I'm not saying there's a flood coming from Gronk. Just basically, if you said he could be viable this week, this guy is like, oh my god, he's taking away Mike Evans. Ah! <laughs> I'm nervous about it a little bit. No. So, because uh, then there's Trey Burton as well. Trey Burton as well could be a good pick. He had a nice two touchdown game this week. Maybe he can keep it up. Boyle Cox is out. How long is Boyle Cox out for? Uh, Because I know, yeah, he was out for a little bit. He was another kind of a little bit of a surprise to me. Yeah, it just said like uh, it's last very week, weird. Last week he went out when uh, like I had him in uh, one of our daily lineups, and he went out, and I was like, oh, it'll be fine. And then all of a sudden he was just out this week, so it's kind of disappointing. Good to see. Let's see where it is there. Another uh, guy to look for would be the while we're looking that up would be the Eagles defense this week against the Giants. I mean, this is the first Giants finally did something on offense. I just don't think it's going to keep up at all. <laughs> let's uh, let's just make that be clear. If if Fulgham is still available, go for him. That's a lot of money right there. That that's I that's twenty five. Honestly, I'm blowing twenty five bucks on him right now. He's the number one guy over there. I, I'm putting the money on him. He's, I might have picked him up for free though. Dang. He's one of the last. Last running our wide receiver is like really available. I just it's starting to get down to the the nitty gritty now where there's gonna be less than every week there's less and less people to really pick up unless it's a, granted a big injury. So mm-hmm. I you everyone that should be relevant this year you probably already found out there could be a couple that f- fell through the cracks, but this could be the last guy available where like running back wise it's over. You can also maybe this is a big maybe because I don't even know how I feel about it. Pick up his teammate for free, one Mister. Alshon Jeffrey. So he could be the other guy too if you just need to get that's what I said. You can go one way or the other. You can just try to try to sneak Alshon Jeffrey in there. He's might not play this next week, but the week after I think he's supposed to be coming back. He's been supposed to be coming back for like three weeks now. But <laughs> so this is like this is a very big like eh? But Carson Wentz does love Alshon. So could be something. It could also be very much nothing. So just a thought. Do you find out where uh Moe Cox was out? It just right, so you see Malia Cox is out another week. Trey Burton could be the, the play. The Colts have been doing really good with their tight ends, except for uh, against the Browns for some reason. Yeah. Uh, next guys on the list with Mark Ingram possibly being out. Uh, you can look to get J.K. Dobbins or Gus Edwards. They're on a bye this week, so you're just going to have to stash them overall. And then they actually get to play the Steelers next week, so it's Ooh. not really you, – you're really stashing them. Yeah, down. I didn't either. Yeah, you're stashing them. They're not going to really want to play them next – Two weeks. That's honestly not the best pickup. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have some bench spots available and you're looking to get a cheap stash, I don't think you can. There's, you're not going to pay up for these guys that are sitting there. So those are probably my bottom running back pickups now. Well, I've been 
I think Dobbins is pretty high up there because Dobbins does. Do Dobbins good. still might be drafted. Yeah. Well, he's definitely he's. He's he might not be on that team, yeah. So look for that. Uh, Joe Mixon, we didn't talk about him in the injury report. Did have a little ankle thing. I think he's going to play through, but if he does not play through it, uh, Giovanni Bernard uh, could I think be a pickup against the Browns. Too, but just in case. Um, then next with uh, Raheem Mostert going on the IR, we have Jarek McKinnon and Jeff Wilson. Uh, both again. McKinnon's the obvious pickup. He just gets most work, but Wilson did get a lot of the touchdowns. So if they have a really good matchup each week, really both of them could end up being a play. You're just banking on the touchdown from Jeff Wilson. Yeah, basically. I mean, I don't really play Boston Scott or Jeff Wilson. Uh, that one, I would play Boston Scott. Yeah, that's all I wanted. So that one but you I did. I go home happy now. We're good. That, that <laughs> one you did win in there. I would rather play. Uh, Boston Scott over Jeff. Honestly, I'd probably still play jo- uh, Boston Scott over Giovanni Bernard as well. Oh yeah, because I think Joe Mixon's gonna play. So. Yeah, like that's just. I think even if they don't play, I'd actually like Joe Mixon more than I like Giovanni Bernard. You mean Boston Scott? I mean yeah, Boston Scott. Yeah, <laughs> Giovanni Bernard is not the one. Yeah, Boston Scott's the one this week. So. But no, I said even if Joe Mixon does not play. Oh. Who? Wait, who's the Bengals play against? Browns. Browns. That's a fun pick to make. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll take exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm like fifty fifty. Yeah, I'll take my uh, odds with uh, I'll take my odds with the Giants. Same. So that's all the time we have to go in for uh, that's all the time we have for the going once podcast. Once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Nick. I'm Spencer. And good luck in week seven. Woo!